Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm not quite sure what NFTs are, but I think they mean no fungible trades for the Mavericks. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. It is good to be back. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, as always, is my bro host, my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. How are you today, sir? Uh, You know, um, I, I'm definitely better than the Mavs... Uh entry list right now so yeah no kidding it is looking like a uh i was gonna say just injury ward uh yeah it's yeah it's early uh anyways uh but with us even earlier because he's on a different side of uh the country but uh he is uh representing us or he's representing uh us texans out in the the sunshine state wait is is california the sunshine state or is that florida that's the Golden Walmart. State. The Golden State. Okay. Cool. Either there's way, a, it's, there's an it's, entire team named that. <laughs> I should know this. Tim Beamer, <laughs> welcome to the pod, sir. Don't worry. I made that same mistake like a week before I moved out here when I made an Instagram post that I was moving to the Sunshine State. Also, um, the reason I'm up so early recording this is because I have to get on a fight and all three of us actually have to come off the bench for the Mavs tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I really hope that uh, at some point they just stop the game and are like, okay, it's overtime. We're just going to have a free throw shooting contest and that's the only way I'll get on the box score. Um, that's, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you, at least, you at least have the function of you could take technical free throws for this team. <laughs> I think uh, I posted a, uh, which we'll talk about later, because I want to talk about it. So I just had like a thread yesterday where I was just like, I was at my cousin's birthday party, you know, I was just like, just saw like the injury list and I was like, okay, let's see what, what, what Mavs Twitter can do. <laughs> like, what are our best skills as players? <laughs> like, I think Dalton Trigg said that he could be like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a designated free throw shooter. So yeah, like, okay, like, like, like Jay like Rich last year, you know, like <laughs> like, like, like a yeah, like a designated hitter. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Not like even that. need to pack a glove. Yeah, and then who else? Uh, I think it's some other ones are just like yeah, I can, you know, I can uh, scream obscenities at uh at one of the player, you know, one of the player's families, and then get a technical foul. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Like this is exactly what we need. The fire we need under this under this team. <laughs> let's see uh tim you think you could like kick a camera guy like you could be our designated rodman yeah absolutely i also yeah. have like six fouls to burn so that's you know <laughs> no, no, six fouls or one big foul uh actually if one of you could go stand in the corner by the mavs bench i will just hurl a pass to you uh and with my accuracy since it's right in that corner near the mavs bench i will hit mark cuban right in the face 
That's a valid point. Yeah, that may <laughs> that that who who knows if that may may help or hurt our our current Mavericks franchise. I'll basically do it like oh god, who was it that did it to Harden? Like on quote unquote on accident. Oh, Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis, yeah, Giannis whipped the ball awesome. at him like he. <laughs> yeah, I'm Let sure me see some... that moment. And since Let he's me... a billionaire, since he's a billionaire, I assume that like coins are gonna pop out of him like you're playing Sonic. Like the Deezus Miro Sonic rings. Yes, I love that shit. It's just all NFTs, though. So you're just like, ah, what do I do with these? Yeah. So I'm looking at like the list of things people said. Uh, uh, Birdie said, pretty good at high fives. Okay. Um, Sher said, I can serve beer without spilling it on the court. It's a really good skill to have. Um, okay. Istok, which I love Istok. He had a great article this week. Um, has said, for a data nerd, the only suitable thing, cleaning the glass. <laughs> Oh, uh, what else? Like literally um, cleaning the glass with like windows. Yeah. <laughs> um, Holmes said, "I'm a good motiv- a good motivator, just like Jason Garrett." <laughs> <laughs> the dude knows how to clap. <laughs> he doesn't know how to clap. Uh, let's see. Um, worst ref ever said, "I'm willing to hang up the stripes for a ten day contract. I can set picks and feed cutters from the post all day." <laughs> God, I'm damn. sure. I that's like one of those that you know how. People, you know, it's like one of those bar discussions where, like, do you think you could tackle Derek, you know, like Derek Henry or something stupid? Like, I think a more reasonable one's like, do you think you could just actually set an effective pick against an NBA player? Like, I, I, I don't think it's like, there's no freaking way. Like, I think also, I'd be too scared. <laughs> I mean, well, what's funny is just like, everyone just kind of looks at like they see the court and they see contextually who is big. You know, they see someone yeah. like KP like, Oh, that guy's a big guy. It's just like, listen, Brunson's taller than all of us. <laughs> like, yeah. he's the it's crazy. Dude in the court. <laughs> yeah. The only way I could set an effective pick is if I ran it and somehow the ref didn't see it. If we did it like, like how you used to tabletop people in the high school hallways. Right. Just oh, get, totally. Get on your hands and knees. And then someone, Run up, yeah. Do it behind somebody, and someone runs up and pushes them over you. The little the... rascals' defense. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Let's see. Nick said, "I can take careless threes." <laughs> uh, Mercaban said, "I can do a step back dribble and miss the shot." <laughs> when we when we do the when we did like that shoot a single free throw at the end of the game, was it Grant that did a step back? No, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was too. Yeah, that was too. Yeah. Which I don't even know if that's legal. Like, it's a, a step back free throw. I feel like that that's gotta be the name of the pod now, right? Step back free. Yeah. Let's see. Uh Jim Halpert said I gotta post up like clever, free throw shooting like Luca, rebound like Powell, <laughs> three point shooting like Bullock, <laughs> layups and lob catches like like Willie Collie Stein, and knees more durable than KP's. <laughs> NBA <laughs> skills right there. <laughs> that's a that's good that's good for that's good for like five million on the Mavs. He's like uh, he's like the Megatron of all of Mavs mediocrity. Uh, <laughs> With our so, powers combined, I am a very hurt person. Uh, Aka posted. I uh, said I'm available. It's a picture of the Tony Snell uh, picture where it's like zero point zero rebounds, zero everything for twenty eight minutes. <laughs> that's insane. Oh uh, man, I don't know, like, man. This game, this game is gonna be a slog. Like most of them have been this season. Tonight, I we we could also stack any of these two followers on top of each other and hand them a broom, and they could do the Bobon once the ball gets stuck. Yeah, you know, because Bobon, dude, Bobon goes in the, goes into uh, 
how the stage recorder goes, I think we're absolutely fucked. Like, the, I think the only... uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I think if Squish and I, like, if I got on Squish's shoulders, because he's got he's got a he's got a sturdy bay, like he's he, you know does. former football player. I think that we could collectively set a pick. Like an effective <laughs> collectively, I love right? That. Just like <laughs> Voltron, <laughs> exactly. That's, uh, that sounds like a that sounds like a very Austin like folk guitar band. The collective picks. The collective. Picks. The collective the pick, picks. The pick fuck. collective. Fuck! I hate that. Oh boy, here we well, go, we're, guys. We're, we're all we're all Woj Mom. We have a Woj bomb. The Cleveland Cavaliers have a COVID outbreak on their roster, and fears exist that they will struggle to have the league's minimum of eight players to play versus Atlanta tonight. Sources tell ESPN five positive tests this morning, as of fifty-five seconds ago, from Woj. And and by the way, Trey Young is also already in protocols as of this morning, so it's a uh, not a good time in the NBA, dude. And right before the Christmas games, yeah, Ruben, you had the smartest idea. I. And this was like a week ago when it actually would have been effective. They should have just shut it down till Christmas. That's what I'm saying. It would have been like I know it would have been like the full week. It would have been, it would have been the full two weeks, but it would have been yeah. ten days. And I don't know, man. I just feel like that's enough time to like at least get enough like guys back, you know. Um, and also get time for Luca to heal, you know. And as <laughs> Without... four minutes ago, Lakers coach Frank Vogel has entered the health and safety protocols, saying like I think it's something like eighty guys. Really helped them at this point. Right, but I mean, like at this point, eighty people, like eighty players, like staff, whatever, have already been in protocols, like as of like last week, and it's like this is crazy, well, dude. Well, NFL's doing it too. I mean, like, I, I think this is what's coming out when it comes to like the Omicron, whatever. You know, it is one of the more milder strains, but just very, very contagious, and just seems to be spreading. And like, but ultimately, like the thing that I'm thankful, like this is now just annoying more than it is like I'm actually concerned about anybody there. Like, I mean, I, I don't remember the percentage of the NBA that's vaccinated, but it's like at this point, it's like, all right, cool, yeah. I mean, we got to do our due diligence to you know, you know not encouraging the spread i should say um but you know at at this point it's just yeah we should be able to just have some 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 flexibility with uh time in order to really make uh put a better product on the court because i don't think anybody wants to like like there's a reason that g league tickets don't sell that well <laughs> i'd yeah. rather not see a g yeah. league t- g league uh roster uh at aac uh that that's not that's not why we spend the money to to go see them yeah i mean so looking back on the week i mean we did actually better than i thought we were gonna do i thought yeah. we were gonna go one and two uh i mean i mean we, we we beat up two pretty not good teams that have some fun young talent like it's mm-hmm. weird i'm i'm almost i'm almost jealous of charlotte and uh okc's rosters um just because they've just got fun weird ideas of of just and just, I don't know. I I I like, I like our star player better than all of them. But really, like, I don't know. SGA is so fun to watch. I like that he's guy. He's so fun, dude. I, I he's probably gonna stay there for a while. But oh, of course. Um, and also, I think, I think OKC's secret plan is to eventually work out enough trades to where they own the entire 2024 NBA draft. Every pick is just the Thunder. Can't miss. We have every pick. I can. Be funny if they they still become all busts, and then everyone's just like, "Man, maybe we shouldn't value the draft." You know what? It's funny because yeah. I think Mavs draft like he knows kind of like 
almost like a year in advance, like what the draft is going to like, not what it's going to look like, but like if it's a strong draft or not based on like data and shit like that. So I'm like, like sometimes I'll even ask him like, Hey, like, what do you think about this guy that I've heard about? You know, he's like, uh, you know, like not enough data yet, but, um, right. But yeah, I mean like, so he won those two games pretty impressively without Luca, like great, you know, um, that game against the Lakers though was very frustrating. (laughs) Um, uh, it's, it's actually pretty easy to just, like, I mean, if you look at the box score, it's probably the most glaring difference. It's just like, yeah, we were absolutely ice cold from three. And a undrafted play, uh, Keanu Reeves shot 83. Yeah. And yeah. and because, like, not, none of the, none of the, the, what do they call them now? 360, because it's, it's Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron and Westbrook's numbers together. Like they performed fairly okay. Like, like, like. I mean, l- just north of twenty points for pretty much all of them. A triple double from Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, or I'm sorry, a uh, just a double double, but still, like, the, it, it's you know, uh, Westbrook was you know, uh, an assist away from a triple double. Uh, LeBron didn't actually play all that great, but like, it, it's really looking at just like the shooting numbers. Like, it's just. They they shot thirty eight percent from three, even though they no one really shot that great aside from Reeves. Um, and then you look at ours, and pretty much like yeah, twenty seven percent. That's not going to win a lot of NBA games. Um, it was close, uh, but I don't think the Lakers are a good team right now. They they don't they don't, still don't make a whole lot of sense. They got a they're super super top heavy, obviously, um, and I. It's it's pretty common knowledge around the the league that they're they're just a weird roster that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, um, and so we shouldn't lose close games to them even without our best player. Like that's if if we're going to pitch that the Mavericks don't need to change anything, we're doing a lot better than we think we are. You know, Mavs Twitter is super toxic and doesn't like Lakers are, and that's that's what's frustrating about losing a close game to them. Um, you know, I, I I was less mad about losing to the Wizards than I was about losing to this Lakers team. And I think that's more a statement of just, I just think the Lakers are not a very good team. And I'll take any chance I can to shit on them. Fun. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Lakers. Fuck LA. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, you know, those are the games. Uh, not really much to take. Again, like, last week was weird, or this past week is weird, where it's like we had... You know, two games back to back Monday or Sunday, Monday, then or the game Wednesday. We haven't played a game since, so it's not really too much to really, you know, take into account. I feel like most of the time the games are well, like a day apart basically for the most part, except for there's these weird, like weird spots where we just like have like four or five days off and it's like, okay, this is not work, you know, it's weird, but um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, that Laker game was just frustrating because like we could have won it. Um, obviously the uh, Maxi, Maxi and uh, KP thing, you know, both I'm going for the same rebound. Um, yeah, that good, was a good, good, just abundance of miscommunication that yeah, ultimately good, led. Good to idea it. in theory if they had communicated about it, you know, but it didn't seem like they there was any like communication between those two. So, uh, you know, and then obviously like we lose it in OT over against. Uh, was it undrafted? Austin Reeves is undrafted. That's fucking crazy. I'm pretty so I think I think he's now in COVID protocol, so that's great. <laughs> um, you know, um, 
yeah, so the next games we have uh this oh we have like four games this week. Holy shit. Um tonight obviously against Minnesota, Tuesday against Minnesota, so back to back. Uh Thursday against Milwaukee, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um and then obviously the Christmas game, which I don't know if it's gonna happen anymore, <laughs> but it's a Christmas game against Utah. And it probably will happen because obviously the, the NBA needs their revenue, I guess. But uh Right. It's gonna be fun seeing it being, you know, Sterling Brown versus I don't know who the fuck is on the jazz. <laughs> I mean, this, this may be just like, I'm looking forward to the Josh green, Frank Nitalikina and Moses Brown breakout games because they're the only players available for, for these primetime games. Yeah. Um, well, two of those aren't available today. Yeah. They're the, oh, they're, oh, they're both outside. <laughs> yeah. Not with COVID, not with COVID though. Just like, oh, oh, good. So, which is great. Cause they were also like, you know, uh, doing charity stuff this past week. So that's great. You know, like with little yeah. kids, kids are vectors, dude. Don't like. kids, kids are filthy. Yeah, yeah. And just with, with the lack of depth in two games against Minnesota, I expect their big man to go to towns on us. Ah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Cause Anthony Edwards is out, I think with COVID protocol. So, you know, and that sucks. Cause he's really, really fun. I love that dude. I was, you know, but also it might be a good time for a cat to showcase himself for us. I don't know. I think Cat is uh, very similar to KP, and and but I I mean that in the sense that he's a pretty passive person, Um, and I think Anthony Edwards has really brought out the best in him. And it's I think what's uh, what was it? I think it was on uh, Simmons and Rosillo that they were talking about. Like Anthony Edwards is the alpha that (laughs) to. to Towns's beta, and you know what? I, that actually makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense, and, and 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 it works great. Like I, you know, I I love that Anthony Edwards doesn't even really like basketball. He's just great at it. That's like that's like my, my favorite thing about him is like he like what say so you want to play football instead or like want to do a rap career, and I'm like that's hilarious. So you're actually like in the top like you know zero point zero like zero point zero zero one percent of people. That are good enough to play in the NBA. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, th- I think that game will be fun tonight. I think these games are going to be interesting. Uh, just kind of see, like, you know, just how bad the roster can be, <laughs> you know? Well, and this is where I want, like, this is where I miss Carlisle because I knew that, like, even when certain players were out, we'd at least get some sort of weird creative rotation. Or, like, I, I he would always experiment at, this, at these times. And, I don't know. This is where I really want to see, like, all right, does the the brain trust of Kid and Nico and and like and you know, can we do something uh, game plan wise that's that isn't just all right, Jalen, go do Luca things. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they just kind of give them the keys to the th- to the offense, and it's just, it just it just kind of stagnates. Like, I when when the when the sun of your offensive galaxy is missing, what do you do? Yeah, how do you change uh, out the plan? How do you change the game plan? Yeah, right. And I, I don't know. I feel like the the offense hasn't been very. It, it just looks slow and clunky. And I think part of it's because like we don't have a lot of reps without Luca, and we've invested so much in him, just kind of saving the offense. And that's where I'm just not very. I, I'm still skeptical of this this current coaching staff, and I, I hope to be proven wrong these next couple of games. I hope they get creative. Like I'm, I'm not necessarily 
expecting wins. I'm expecting just, oh, did they set up better shots than just, all right, now you go do something. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a fun time. Um, and speaking of fun times, do you want to go and get into questions? Uh, do we have any sponsors this week? Oh, I, I do not know. I'm sorry, sponsors. Uh, let me see. Spotify Green Room. Something. Let me see. I, I just assumed it's Spotify Green Room. Squarespace. Not Squarespace. No, we haven't had that. We haven't had see. Squarespace. Yeah, uh, we're, not, let me see. we're not pro enough for Squarespace. Not yet. Let's see. What day is it? <clears throat> the 19th? Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, let's see. It is 19th, yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do have. Okay. Is it symbol? Symbol and my, no, symbol is mid roll. Uh, my bookie is pre roll. We have one pre roll. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let you take it since I don't have the All right. ad copy in front of me. All right. We have let's a few pre rolls laying around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they will eventually be legal in, in Austin. Hopefully. Um, my bookie has the best odds and props to bet. Um, you can start doubling your initial deposit on the way up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSHRINK. Let's double your deposit uh, to double your funds, double the excitement uh, for the all the games, all the matches that you'll be watching. I'm at my bookie. Um, yeah. So, uh, bet anything, anytime, anywhere uh, with my bookie. Um, that's the only... Oh, wait, no. We got more. <laughs> I did it all for my bookie. My bookie. <laughs> Um, symbols, this, okay, now next one, symbol, symbol is the stock market, uh, for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on symbol. You can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you're in cash. Use sell your the Mavericks. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, hard sell. sell buy low. Um, <laughs> use your sports knowledge on symbol to buy low, sell high and earn cash payouts. When your team wins, uh, join the 7,000 plus early adopters who, have uh, started to invest in their favorite teams, visit www.symbol.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. And lastly, Spotify Green Room, which I recently downloaded again. <laughs> um, it's a live live audio-only sports talk platform for you to download and to use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders real-time. It's perfect for watch parties, um, debates, uh, post-game breakdowns, Reacting to the greatest news, the latest, the, reacting to the breaking news. Um, so I use it more, more, more so now to kind of like jump into jump into uh, rooms or whatever. So I've I've jumped into uh, Josh Eberly on Twitter. I've jumped into his. I've jumped into like Kirk Series faces on occasion when they do theirs. Um, yeah, Kirk Series face group therapy is pretty fun. Yeah, it's actually a really fun time. Um, I've, I haven't been in a while, but it's been you know I need to jump on there. I've I've the next two weeks off, so no reason nice. to get on after a game. Um, so, you know, I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cool little app to use. Uh, we might start doing stuff on there. Not so sure. Um, it kind of just depends on how we are feeling and all of us, like seriously, like the entire roster of our podcast hosts, which I think now is like, it's like, there's like seven different guys who can come on this podcast any moment. Um, we all have different schedules, unfortunately. (laughs) So some of us are in school, some of us aren't, some of us, you know, whatever. Um, so I guess you just, we'll just, we'll just see. So. Yep, those are all the ad, ad reads. So let's go and get into questions, guys. Do it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get into questions. And our first one comes from um, Kobe Beef on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he asks, uh, should Dwight Powell moonlight as the Stanford tree? I think he'd be Would- an effective one. 
Which, have you guys seen what this looks like? Oh yeah, no, it's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, uh, like, there are a few mascots that I remember, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's that's rough. There's like um, different versions of them too, which is just like, holy shit. But you know what? It's still not as scary as, is it Rowdy, the the Cowboys, like, mascot, like, that, that kind of mascot scares the hell out of me, where it's just like, oh, just a big over cartoony face like if it's human that's where i don't like mascot if it's like a pirate or like oh, okay. i don't know so, or like mouse man or no mouse man i'm perfectly <laughs> fine with because i can suspend disbelief that this basketball has become <laughs> sentient and is doing sick dunks i have a hard time or okay like uh champ champ you know little cartoon horse whatever got no problem with that um Phoenix's gorilla still doesn't make any sense, but he's a lot of fun. Um, it doesn't make any. I don't know why the fuck that's her mascot. I, I, you gotta imagine that they're just like crap. We really, we could not afford a sun costume, and just some guys like I got an idea and just put a, a Phoenix jersey on a gorilla costume and just went off. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, you guys want to check what I just dropped in the Discord? By the way, um. I'm I'm just terrified. I don't want to look at this. <laughs> <laughs> He's with here. He is with the Stanford Street. That is fantastic. I'm very familiar with. Oh my god, you are! What games. the fuck? Is it uh, made of pot leaves? It looks stoned out of its mind in person too. Like it, yeah, it's. What the fuck, are you wearing? <laughs> That's my red blazer that I usually take to Nebraska games, but I also take to Stanford games. I have an aunt and uncle who are huge fans and they live up in mountain view in the bay area and yeah we try to make at least one different game a year it's man that really is, really that fun is, that is definitely a 2011 ass picture was mccaffrey <laughs> stanford so that was the andrew luck stanford team that was the day yes. the only day college game day is ever going to Palo Alto, i believe neat yeah so that was that was the fucking Kesha song, Wake Up and Brush Your Teeth with a Bottle of Jack. That was 6 a.m. at a tailgate. <laughs> they call the campus the farm, so that was 6 a.m. on the farm. And, man, those students who <laughs> probably paid us amounts for tuition and put in 80 hours during the week studying, they know how to fucking light it up on those Saturdays. Literally light it up and just... that that. <laughs> That solo cup in my hand is probably filled with, I kid you not, just straight Bacardi and ice. Jesus fucking Christ. And that's like 8 or 9 a.m. in that picture. It was Jesus nuts. like a tailgate pirate. That's awesome. Fuck, man. Yeah. So, yes, I think Dwight Powell should moonlight as a Stanford tree. Might as well. Yeah. Get some extra coin on his top of his $11 billion a year. Maybe that was Dwight Powell in that picture. Who knows? Yeah, they got, no, the, same, yeah, you would not, got yeah. the same teeth. Humble beginnings. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Gabriel has two questions that aren't related at all. Um, okay. Would you trade KP for Cat? I think most of Mavs Twitter would trade KP for an actual house cat right now. So yes, I would also <laughs> trade him for Cat. I feel yeah. like it's I feel like it's a more lateral move than we think it is. I think a lot of people see it as an upgrade. I see it as. Uh, I think they have a lot of similar deficiencies um, yeah. and most of it is personality. And to be perfectly honest, I think like the skills are both, they have comparable skills. I think that cat uh, is a more, more present on the inside 
But uh, I think this. I, I think KP is a better defender. I think he at least occasionally makes some effort to block some shots, and I don't really think Cat does that. Not really his uh, game. I feel like no. He's he's usually pretty out. Like he, he there's. I think there's a reason. Like I, I think a lot of people think like, oh, he was a center drafted first overall. He must be really good at defense. It's like I ah, just check the tape. Uh, I do think it's more of a lateral move. The only thing that would interest me is like how available is Cat. Like how many I, games? How many games will he miss? You know. In a yeah. season, on average, um, and it, I mean, it would be. I think that's like that for me. That's like where I'd be like, hey, actually, you know what? Maybe we should go after him. You know, because uh, again, avail- you know, availability is the best ability in the NBA. So in any sport, really. Cat um, so. is a couple years younger, but I just looked it up. They have the exact like down to the numbers, the exact same contract that is up. They're both up after the twenty. Oh, for real? Oh, shit. Yeah. Neat. Oh. So there's like if you're thinking about savings or who's free earlier, they're the exact same contract wise. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, next, same uh, same guys. Uh, different question. Um, who is the most handsome guy on our roster? Which is very funny because my cousin actually responded to this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and his wife said that uh, apparently his wife thinks that Maxi Kleber is a spicy meatball. Mm. So <laughs> I don't know what Mac- that means. Maxi's pretty handsome. You know, uh, I've. I've got some inside information that uh, Reggie Bullock is one of the kindest people uh, that that has been on the Mavericks roster, um, and it was very was one of the coolest people ever. And I think you know personality matters when it comes to attractiveness, uh, and also he has got the weirdest hair, so and that does something for me. Uh, I'll go Reggie. I gotta go to uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. So that's his eyes. Got that that fierce that frown. Yeah. Beard. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're. Yeah. When I'm thinking hot, I'm thinking personality. I think the award for most precision haircut goes to KP, though. It does. Yeah. That thing's always on point. (laughs) It has it has a singular point. (laughs) All right, right. let's see. I do think it's funny now. Just scrolling through, my I just wanted to do this for the Rangers. I think it's hilarious that every single baseball player looks the exact same now. They do. That's that's actually true. Unless we show hey, Otani. Go check the app. Yeah, oh yeah, the app. That's right. You are right. Let's see. Um next question comes from Dave. Um Gary, uh ¿cuál es tu cado favorito? Uh Posada o Manudo? Uh Lo siento, me hablo gringo espanol. And so he's saying, what's your favorite caldo? Uh Posole. What? Oh uh, oh. soup, like you know, like Mexican soup. Um sure. uh Posole or Menudo? You've had either of those? Uh, I've had I've had menudo, and I'll I'll go with menudo. Yeah, uh, my favorite is definitely pozole. Uh, that's kind of like my bread and butter at home. Actually, that's I, I get that for my birthday every year because my birthday's in December, and then I always like my mom usually makes it like the week after Christmas, so, so I always have that. And I really don't fuck with menudo. Actually, <laughs> I don't know something about it. Just like I just I can never get into it. What about you, Tim? Yeah, put either in front of me, and it's going to be gone in about 90 seconds. I guess it's like a time of day thing, so since it's 8.40 a.m. right now, I'd say Menudo. Yeah, that's like a more, yeah, it's more of a of a morning type of food. It's a breakfast um, soup. Yeah, it really is. I don't, yeah, don't really like it. Um, okay, um, let's see. Uh, Luca motherfucking Doncic asks, with three exclamation points, asks, um, what do you prefer? One long text message or five straight smaller texts? Uh, well, I prefer so, that you not text me at all. 
I I I heard that what was it? Uh, the five the five quick texts is offense. The one long text is defense. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's actually you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, I definitely prefer like if I'm if I'm like talk talk to someone or whatever like I definitely prefer like the shorter text. I don't know, like it just makes it almost feels like it's like like the same thought, but like in like chunks. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know. Um, I just feel like I process that a little easier. Like I'm one of those guys where like if I'm reading a book, like I have to like reread like a long paragraph every so often because I'm like I'm definitely missing something, you know. So yeah, so. Guys, anything to add? That's, I, th- I think we nailed it. All right. Let's see. Next question is from Jonas. This is actually really topical. Um, should the NBA cancel the season? No. Yeah. Uh, cancel, yeah. Is, cancel is very strong, but suspend for a while? Yeah, probably. So, like, they're never going to cancel, like, again. They're never going to, like, s- suspend for, like, months and months on end, like they did, like, uh, what two years, two seasons ago now, which is like on like a year and a half maybe <laughs> um, ago. Um, yeah, no, they're not going to cancel. Uh, they shouldn't cancel uh, just because like the season's already started. I don't know. Um, I don't know how other league. I don't know how like other like. I'm not, I'm not even thinking of like American leagues. I'm thinking like how they doing in Europe and Asia and stuff like that with their you know leagues and stuff like that. And no, they shouldn't cancel. They should definitely postpone uh, again, as Tim said earlier. You know. I did say they should have, they should have suspended like a week ago, you know, or yeah, gotten postponed a week ago. So that way, like, everyone How about come a back week and, ago. Yeah, a week ago. Anyway, so so when everybody came, everybody came back for Christmas, it'd be like a huge deal. Like they could have really hyped it up, you know. Like would have been a good like marketing thing. I I think I'm not a marketing. I was never I was never good at marketing, but I feel like that'd be a good a good point to be like, hey, like let's uh. Let's make it a huge deal. Like let's let's really drive up like the advertising and stuff like that for it. But um, no, and my suspicion is that they're going to actually postpone after Christmas. I think the NBA is really banking on you know the the, the advertising money they're going to get for mm-hmm. uh, for the for the actual. So I think after Christmas when they're going to be like they're going to be like, okay, never mind. Let's go ahead and take two weeks off. You know, um, which right. I think is you know they should have done it again. They should have done it like. I don't know, like a week and a half ago, but whatever. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to that. I just think at this point, it's just a matter of we, should, we have to adapt and kind of push through. Um, I, I hate to I hate the two words "new normal," but I think we've I think we've gotten past the point now, um, thanks to advances in modern medicine, that um, the people that are going to face the worst possible consequences of this virus, they have an alternative. Um, and if you've decided that that alternative is not like, then you're taking on that risk. You know, that's, that's, that's up to you. Um, I think we just got to push forward. We got it. Like, I, I hate, like, again, I don't like seeing the product of seeing, you know, oops, all bench players, um, on, on TV. But I mean, I think if that's, we still get to watch pro basketball, I'm, I'm still down. I'm ready for just a keep going forward i i don't see a reason to suspend anything unless it's just like hey if we could push the season back a week or two and still and have better a significant better quality in games i'm good with that but otherwise like this the idea of just like oh everyone's safety's at risk like i, I don't think that's really the case anymore you know prior to the vaccine prior to um having any good treatments like you know 
listen, pe- people aren't dying from this the way that they were because we know so much more about this, about treatment. And, and also, I'm just not worried about any of the current players um, because they're just, you know, statistically speaking, they're probably fine. Um, that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Good to add to him. Yeah, no, y'all, y'all hit it out there. I agree with everything. Cool. Let's see. Next question comes from um, <laughs> Mavs trade season. Yes. Um, who is the most the realistic trade target for the Mavs? I've looked into this a little bit, and I don't think it's any big stars. Oh wow, we and, did research this time. Uh, well, yeah, oh, I and by that I mean I looked at an article. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so the main thing that came up was like. The December 15th, uh, so anyone that was newly signed who's now trade eligible. And, like, a lot of it are people that, like, just we just don't have shots at because they're they're either performing really well on their new team or they're going to still figure out what to do with it. Like, they're going to have more patience with the new addition than they do, you know, someone that hasn't been working out. So, like, of all, like, I've got five players here that I would love to see in a Mavs jersey because I think that, that they would be obtainable. Um, and so, and this is in no particular order. Um, but, uh, I thought Will Barton is someone like it could Ooh, bring a toughness a to us here. Um, Otto Porter or uh, Bielitsa. I, I just like both of those players and I thought that would be interesting role player, uh, mix up if we were to somehow acquire either of those two. But again, Golden State's, you know, number one standing in a time that they, no one thought they were going to be. So. I I don't see that as being realistic. Um, Bobby Portis is available for trade. Um, I thought that would be a fun, uh, you know, kind of tweener, uh, low post presence kind of guy, a uh, good energy guy. I after the finals run, I really fell in love with Bobby Portis and his just demeanor and his his work ethic. And I think that that tends to rub off on other people. Um, but again, Milwaukee's doing really well, so I doubt that they would really shake that up. And my favorite uh, possibility is uh, the gorgeous dong is available now. Yes, Gorgie Dang. Yeah, Gorgie Dang. How do you say his name? Yeah, <laughs> no, I said it right the first time. Gorgeous dong is now right. available on from the Atlanta Hawks, and they're not performing that well, so I think he's very available. I hope you know that if we end up getting him, that's all we're going to call him. For oh no! Yeah, no, it, it'll be great. And, I mean, to be honest, I, I think also just you know, basketball fit wise, you know, he's always been kind of a uh, he's just very skilled in in a lot of different ways. Like he's he's kind of like a he's like a C plus B minus in a lot of different areas. And that's oh, why I uh, like sorry, uh, Tim McMahon just said uh, Josh Green has entered NBA's health and safety protocols. Oh, so he's uh, out. He's he's uh, out. Which remember he said that there were sick yesterday, so. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, gosh. great, great, neat. neat. Yeah, um, we got we got to put we got to put KP and Luca into a fucking COVID-free bubble for the next couple of days. Let's just sleep. force them to have a sleepover together. Like, actually, have some bonding time. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, that's 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 great breaking news. Like, that's that's on the what I hear. That's what I want to hear on a fucking Sunday. You know, on Sunday it's, morning. It's probably fine. It it is, but I'm saying, God damn it! Like they're probably, you know. I know, I but. know. That's been the uh, league's stance on this since the pandemic started. It's probably fine. It's probably yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, 
I, th- I think also that's like the the bubble was such a traumatic experience for so many players. They're just like, we're never doing that again. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, like the NBA lost so much money like doing it. So yeah, that's whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's see. Last question is is actually from Kobe, from Kobe Beef again. Sorry, Doyle. Um, if the podcast was an NFT, would Cuban buy it? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, we're very. We've been pretty critical of Cuban the past couple. I think this past, this entire season. So, um, last time you know, I was on the podcast, I said I'd flagrant to him in a one-on-one game. In this podcast, I said I'd Giannis to Harden hit him in the face with a basketball. I don't think yeah. he's buying that. Yeah, I don't think he's, if he's buying it it's to, to shut us up forever. <laughs> which yeah, uh, I, I think for those reasons, he's out. Which I'll set my price <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Fuck you. Shark Cuban at it again. Uh, Jesus, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, those are all the questions, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. think we got it. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening, and thank you to everybody that sent us uh, a question. We're always happy to answer those questions on the pod. Uh, special thanks uh, to Tim uh, Beamerfruit, who waking up early in order to join us in our, uh, our chaotic, good uh, approach to the Dallas Mavericks season. Um, for Ruben Tomas, I've been Don Denham, and this is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Check us out at MFFL.com. Later, guys. Take it easy. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Gonna buy an NFT to get Mark Cuban's attention.